Garcia, there's a swing and a deep drive. Left field. Dean will look up, and it's long gone to the back of the Braves bullpen. Dansby Swanson, a solo home run. I got chills from that one. Ronald Acuna with a monster shot over the hitter's eye and straight center field. Swing and a ground ball to the middle. Base hit center field. Coming in to score is Desloni, and that's a Mississippi Braves winner. Well, a good Thursday evening to you and welcome into this edition of the Big Show Podcast as we count you down to opening day on Tuesday, May 4th. It'll mark the end of 610 days without baseball as the Meyer Leagues return finally after a year off. Chris Harris with you here from Trustmark Park, and today on the podcast, a couple of guests for you. Plus, we'll talk about some of the recent activities and things happening around minor league baseball, but I'll be joined by Embrace. Vice President and General Manager Pete Lavin, as well as the brand new pitching coach for the Mississippi Braves. His name is Dan Meyer. He's been in the organization for seven years, has a stellar reputation in developing arms. And also a great reputation of how he works with his players. We'll talk to him about his career. He just missed being a Mississippi Brave by a year back in 2004. Played for Brian Snicker in Greenville. We'll talk about that part of his career. And also now back on the other end, coming back to AA for the first time in about 18 years. But first, we're joined by Pete Lavin. He is the vice president and general manager of the Mississippi Braves in his third year going into his second season of Embrace Baseball. And Pete, uh, a lot of time here. Finally get a chance to see year number two. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, I've been telling people lately that this is my third full off season in this role, but I only have one season under my belt because we're basically at the end of a full off season when uh, the pandemic hit in uh, 2020. So, I'm uh, I'm trying to shake off the rust a little bit and get ready for a uh, a 60 game season here. Today, the M Braves is Thursday, uh, April 29th. Braves announced, of course, yesterday the Atlanta Braves 100% capacity at Truist Park. Of course, checking in on what the precautions are and what the local health officials are saying could change at any time. But the M Braves today on this Thursday followed suit. With 100% capacity, tell me about that decision and, and why you made it today. Well, you know, I, I think we uh, went about it the right way. We, we we waited, of course, and, you know, the entire time took our cues from the uh, the parent club in Atlanta, followed what they were doing as they opened at 50%. You know, knowing since, I guess, first week of March that outdoor venues – we're able to go 100% capacity here in the state of Mississippi. But, you know, we just wanted to make sure. And, you know, uh, fortunately for us, we have a front row seat of uh, uh, people getting vaccinated here right in our parking lot. And we've seen the ebbs and flows and the the 1,200 car days and uh, been seeing that dwindle down to two, 300 cars a day, even less, which is a good sign, means most uh, people uh, in the state have been vaccinated not once but twice now and uh um 
you know, it's been a real learning process for all of us. And, you know, after uh, getting clearance, not only from the governor's office, the Atlanta Braves and MLB, uh, we decided it was the right time to uh, to open our park to the 100% capacity while still having the buffer zones around the dugouts um, and other uh, protocols in place as we enter the season. Of course, there's a lot of just plain old minor league baseball fans that have subscribed to the podcast. And just as we lead into opening day, as a general manager of a minor league baseball team going into this unprecedented season, what are some of the main things that are on your mind at each moment, uh, maybe that are different than a normal season uh, at this point, just a few days away from opening your ballpark? Well, you know, I, I love you, Jeff, and, and Chomps, but I'm ready to see some different faces at 7.30 at night at the stadium. So, uh, uh, But, yeah, just it, it's, it's welcoming uh, the fans back, seeing those different people. That's what I love most about it is the different, you, you know, you see thousands of different people every night. You have different conversations with people, hear about uh, what's going on in their lives, what they think of the team, what they think of the changes at the ballpark. And, uh, you know, that feedback makes us better at our jobs. Speaking of changes, lots of changes here at the ballpark. When it comes to especially the food and beverage department, a lot of exciting new things. One of those things was supposed to be unveiled last year. That was a new 360-degree indoor-outdoor bar in the Farm Bureau Grill, the Embraves are fortunate to have a full-service restaurant at their, uh, really, whenever you need it, out there in right field. And now that 360-degree bar, you get a chance to see a picture of that. If you haven't, check it out at MississippiBraves.com. But not only that, but the different offerings, adding uh, Hammer's Grill, an ode to Hammer and Hank Aaron, where you can get some really interesting new items like the Churger Grilled chicken and beef patty. You can get a, a chomper, which is fried bologna. I always call it bologna, uh, not bologna, and a, uh, a beef patty. And then uh, you go down the, the line a little bit, nacho mama. You can get a, now a walking taco uh, as well. But and, and then one more thing. I, I'm just going down. I'm not letting you answer. Uh, Frenchie's uh, fried taters. You can get uh, fried taters. Uh, and you can eat them while you honor Jeff Francoeur, who played here back in, in 2005. But it's not, it's not like I wrote a press release about that or anything <laughs> at all. But that's some exciting stuff, and it shows some of that creativity. Uh, the Kayam hot dogs, which are served also at, at Fenway Park. There's some local connection things, and there's just some, some baseball things that, that are really going to make the fan experience a lot better. Indeed, uh, Chris. And, you know, like you, I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm ready to eat it. You know, there's some going to be some really good offerings this year uh, from uh, and uh, just today we've officially brought on the Pizza Shack, the local favorite in uh, the Bellhaven district of Jackson. And uh, more recently, they added a location just down the road here in Pearl. A lot of uh, our everyday fans and uh, the local people are accustomed to their great taste. But uh, we're we're happy to be able to serve it at the ballpark. They'll be down the uh, right field line with their own uh, pizza shack of their own. And uh, as you mentioned, the Nacho Mamas, we're going to be introducing the uh, walking tacos that were a huge hit when I was uh, in Chicago uh, working with a couple minor league teams up there. Uh, basically, 
It's a top and go Frito Lay bag, Doritos or Fritos, the traditional flavors where they'll put the hot chopped chicken or beef in there with all the fixins. You get sour cream, jalapenos, black olives. Grab a fork, stick it in there, and just walk away and uh, eat it while you're on, on your way to your seat and uh, enjoy it with your friends while you watch the game. But uh, as you mentioned, most excited about the uh, the brand new 360-degree uh, bar in the Farm Bureau Grill. Uh, it was ready to debut in 2020, and uh, we're anxiously awaiting uh, that for our fans. I really think it's going to be a major league view from the right field uh seats you can watch it from the the patio or inside the air-conditioned grill and we'll have all kinds of uh, offerings um, from uh, domestic beers from Budweiser uh, some great craft beers and uh, some excellent wine and spirits and as you mentioned the great food menu Felicia has out there we'll take a quick break the big show podcast returns after this message new Bud Light Seltzer huh yep And it tastes like a hard seltzer, not a beer. Yep. So it's light and refreshing. Yep. With a hint of fruit flavor. Yep. And 100 calories. Yep. You said this is Bud Light Seltzer? Yep. Well, I need to try it. Yep. That tastes great. Yep. Now, wait, are you just yupping me? Nope. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beers, beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. Get a free quote at favrates.com or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Wrapping up with Pete Lavin, he is the vice president and general manager of the Mississippi Braves. Five days away from opening day on May 4th at 6.35 p.m. I feel like I've said May 4th for about three months, which we have. And finally, it's going to be here on on Tuesday. I was going to ask you lastly as we wrap up, you kind of answered it earlier when you talked about seeing, seeing folks other than myself and, and, and David and Jeff, our, our group sales manager, director, and, and Jeff Olson, our ticket manager, we're always here late, which I took offense. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't take offense to totally get it. Um, you know, when, when we get to Tuesday, you know, what's what's something that you're looking the most forward to? There's always going to be stress. I mean, to, to put it on a scale of, of 1 to 10, the stress level, it's probably like a 11.7. But, you know, I think one thing, that that keeps me grounded, especially when there's so much to do to get ready for opening day, is just think about some of the things that you're truly excited about that that makes you put in the long hours. Because you work in minor league baseball, and you don't do it because you want to be a millionaire. You don't do it because uh, you want to have a lot of free time. You do it because you have a passion for it. You love it. So what what are the things that are in your mind that you're looking for the most to? And, and, and when you get to Tuesday, you're really going to kind of bask in. Well, it's opening day. This is my 30th year in minor league baseball, and it's always surreal in its own way just because it's unexpected. You don't know what's going to happen. There's so many new things from, uh, you know, the players on the field. You might have new staff in different roles. 
you might change up uh, certain things like the music. There's new banners on the outfield wall. What if they uh, fall down? Um, that would never happen here. At uh, <laughs> you know, you should see the zip ties we put on those. Um, but uh, it's uh, you know, it your mindset kind of changes when the bunting goes up, the uh, hanging from the rafters, the uh, Dixieland Jazz bands playing at the gates. You know, you see the people come earlier than they usually will just to see the changes um, at the ballpark, and uh, you can almost feel their anticipation. I mean, it's, you know, it's a blur for us, and, uh, you know, we work on these things all off season, and, you know, to see, you know, the uh, the fruits of our labor on opening day and the, also the things we need to continue to work on to get better, it's, uh, but overall, it always flies by it's a surreal day and you know the key that i always tell the staff is don't leave anything to do on opening day don't say oh i'll just do that tomorrow because you got to leave opening day open for surprises and uh the unexpected so uh that's been my motto for years we also want to stay away from that four-letter letter word that i will not say that if you're a minor league baseball executive you know or have been you know what i'm talking about it's uh, a, it's that extra swear word that you learn when you work in minor league baseball. We won't talk about that. Pete Lavin, vice president and general manager of the Mississippi Braves. Any any final thoughts before I let you get back to uh, uh, the the million things that you have going on right now? Well, it's the NFL draft tonight. You That's know, right. we're here and uh, got to see how how the Bears are going to blow the number twenty pick. You know, it's an annual rite of passage for me. Anthony Miller's getting uh, getting traded, so <laughs> you might get traded tonight. You never know. But thanks for taking some time. Always a pleasure, Chris. A couple of news and notes around minor league baseball as we head into the weekend prior to opening day on Tuesday. Camps, for the most part, have broken at the spring training facilities. So right now, players, coaches, trainers, everybody is in the process of getting to their affiliate that they will be uh, at during at least the start of the 2021 season. Rosters likely will not be released closer to opening day or opening day. So try to be patient with that as they still try to figure out some last-minute changes and tweaks because right now you honestly don't know what is going to happen. One thing we're kind of curious about is what's the status of the designated hitter. Usually in AA, if two National League teams are playing one another, the pitchers would bat. Uh, this year it had been discussed that the designated hitter would be used. Now this year uh, it seems to be that most teams have agreed for the universal designated hitter. So maybe on rare occasions you might see a pitcher bat, but for the most part you'll see a universal DH in A baseball. Now it's time to hear from the new Embrace pitching coach. His name is Dan Meyer. He is a lot of fun, and we talk about a lot of different subjects, so let's get to it now. Joined by Embrace pitching coach Dan Meyer, the legend himself in the Braves organization. Great to have you in Mississippi this year, and I know everybody's excited to get back to baseball. I appreciate you having me. I don't know about legend using that term <laughs> loosely, but I appreciate you having me. You've been in this organization for a while. So many great arms in this organization that now we're, we're seeing a lot of them in the big leagues. See a guy like Ian Anderson and Waskari Noah do what they're doing right now. That's to make you feel pretty good. I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, something that, I mean, it's why you do this. If you're in this for the right reasons, you know, you want to pass on um, the information and knowledge 
uh, to the younger generation, if you will. And, you know, you want to see them experience what you got to experience if, you know, if you were lucky enough to do it, which I was. So to see somebody like, you know, Waskar or, or Ian have success, it's, it's awesome to watch. And it kind of, you know, makes you feel warm and bubbly inside. You were in AA back in 2003, four. Uh, miss being an Embrave basically by about one year. But take me back to your time in AA with Greenville. Being back at the AA level, what do you remember? What What are you looking forward to at this level? I remember some of the ball, some of the travel, some of the places. I did miss this by the last year in Greenville was 2004 was the year I was there, and then 2005 was here. So I missed it by one season. But I do remember my manager in AA that year was Brian Snitker. So you know we've kind of taken crazy paths, but you know here we are in Pearl, Mississippi, and Snits in the big leagues and. You know, there's still a lot of a lot going on, but it's 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 fun to watch. It's it's fun to be a part of. You got to the big leagues in '04. You were the youngest player on that team. I believe that year they averaged right at 30, made the postseason. What about 2004? Do you remember the most? Besides the major league debut, obviously. Uh, just the amount of travel, I guess. I went from Double A AA to Triple A to the big leagues, but I was I do remember being the youngest on that guy on that team by a long time very veteran grizzly team from russ ortiz to jared wright to paul bird was on that team to smolty i mean i think like adam laroche was older than me and he was still one of the younger guys so it was pretty much tried to be seen and not heard and then and half the time not even seen at that point with some of those guys but you know it was fun to be a part of and, and they clinched that year and it was it was kind of a cool experience and um, you know, I enjoyed it. As a first-round pick of the Braves, you're in a class really with a lot of great players. Uh, as you made your way throughout your career, uh, you know, you went and played for a few different teams. You went to Oakland, the Miami Marlins in your career. What are some of the things that you look back the most and really fondly of? I think it's the relationships. Um, you know, you're always traveling across the country, and, and baseball's kind of a, a weird game where – you know, you make friendships on teams, and you're, you know, you're still friends with them, but you just don't nearly talk as much if you go to a different team or you get traded or, you know, you move somewhere. So the friendships I've built throughout this game over the last 20 years um, have been, you know, vital to kind of who I am as a person. And it's, it's just great to, to have those guys, you know, you haven't talked to them for years, and then you see them, and it's like you never missed a beat. So um, I think that's something that kind of I hold, you know, close to me. So It's amazing how baseball goes in full circle. You see Snit put in so many years put in so much sweat and effort gets his chance to manage the big league team when when they're on such a resurgence right now with with three straight division titles baseball is just funny like that seems like it, it really respects the people that give the most yeah I think what's Snit's the perfect guy to you know what to lead us you know to where we are now and you know there were some years where you know we were scuffling and 15 and 16 and you know, Snit was, he's the perfect guy for that situation to lead that ball club. And it's, I think it's pretty obvious because they, they play hard for him. And you know, it's awesome to watch, you know, from for having the history that I've had here. So let's talk about the young arms in the system because, you know, in double A, we've seen the last few years, 18, 19, with Kyle Wright, Tukey Toussaint, Bryce Wilson. Last year, it was Anderson. Davidson, Muller, and Noah. This next crop of Braves pitchers, what type of arms are we looking at? And, you know, is it like most people say about this organization? We just seem to really uh, grow great pitching arms. It's almost an embarrassing riches, you know, in a way. So you see those arms and, you know, you, you, you think, well, what, I mean, when can it stop? And, you know, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to stop anytime soon. Some of the guys we have coming up and, you know, we got Nolan Kingham coming back this year, and he came up a little bit. 
I don't know how you want to call it, last full year or two years or whatever you want to call it when we played last. And Victor Vodnik, um, Hayden Deal was pitcher of the year for me in high A last time we played. So a lot of good arms. And, you know, we have some older guys that have been here So in the bullpen. So I think uh, it's a great group to have um, that's going to fit well for my personality. And uh, I look forward to having some success out there, I think. It's, it's an honor to have you up here and be able to work with you this year. Talk about your philosophy as a pitching coach and how you deal with these guys. You know, everybody's different. So, you know, you just... Granted, I'm, I've, I've had Lou Whale in the last uh, yeah. three years, so... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Lou's, Lou's different, but Lou's a great guy. I talked to him on the way up here. But, um, you know, I just... You know, I'm a little younger than you, just by a couple years, right? But, um, <laughs> you know, I try and see myself as, like, an older brother. Um, I can't be a friend, but... You know, I don't like to see myself as an old guy, so I guess I just that's kind of where I try and fit myself into. Um, you know, I try and relate to him because I've been there. I understand what it's like to, you know, have success, and I understand what it's like to be scuffling, um, you know, at every level. So I just try and to instill in that, you know, that, you know, I've been there. I've, I've, I've understand the situation, and, you know, how, what can we do to either get better or to stay, you know, stay where we're at and, and keep going and keep rolling if we're playing well. So, you know, I just try and do that individually to each guy and, you know, hopefully, you know, get the best out of it. This is an unprecedented year, obviously, with the protocols, with spring training. What's it been like in spring training with your pitchers? And how do you prepare for the season this year differently with the extra guys on the roster? And a six-game series, basically, every time out. Yeah, it's going to be different. Um, I don't know if I can answer these questions until we start going <laughs> through them. You know, the limits on, you know, the time you can spend at the ballpark. I mean, you know, I know a lot of staff, um, not just for us, but for everywhere in baseball, are usually, you know, field rats. I mean, we're usually get to the ballpark at time 10, 11 in the morning. You know, we're not playing until 7 at night. So we can't do that. We don't have that luxury. Um I guess we're going to be a lot more efficient with our time because when we get here, we, we only have five hours from before first pitch. So we're going to have to really uh, be efficient with our time, I guess, and uh, protocols just kind of roll with the punches because I think it's a lot of question marks that we just going to have to go through to, to see what it's like. Five guys in the rotation or six because you have a six-game series? I think it's five. You go with five, and then, you know, just once a month, you go with that guy will be on five day and the other guy will be on six because of the off day. You know, with that Monday off day, we're going to have – you know a plethora of pitching so you know we're gonna you know it'll be interesting to try and finagle and get some guys some work here and there and you know while also doing some live bps with extra guys or you know with the amount of arms that we have so i just think it's going to take a little extra work you know on the field but pre-game i think and then just kind of go from there so wrap it up with embrace pitching coach dan meyer here on the big show podcast as we get set for opening day this staff you guys are obviously young and Devin Travis joined you late he's 30 just got through playing it's it's a young group and you guys seem like you're full of energy and and these guys have really been raving about you yeah I think um I think the group is a is a great group I'm looking forward to uh Devin kind of kind of caught on to his last uh or kind of late there in spring training and clicked you know perfectly with you know kind of how we go um you know, I've known Wyatt, Wyatt and I played together um, in 2011, I think, my last year when we were in AAA Indianapolis. So we have a history, and uh, Einarf hits in great as the head coach. I mean, he just la- he just looks at me and laughs, whether I'm funny or I'm funny looking, you know. So it's <laughs> one of the two, probably both. So, you know, it's just very lighthearted and, you know, very fun to be around. And, you know, that matters not only for our sanity, you know, for 140-some games every day, but, you know, it helps with the kids. It helps keep things loose when things kind of – go the other way it can be tough so um, you know if you keep that attitude and you keep the kids wanting to show up every day at the ballpark I think that's half the battle lastly 
What are you looking forward to the most as we get ready to start the season? I'm just looking forward to seeing some baseball play. You know, I mean, it's been weird the last, what, year and a half. I've been I've been homeschooling two kids and watching a third when my wife works. I'm over Common Core third grade math and the ABC. So I'm ready to uh, kind of get back into my mold, get a little more comfortable in what I should be doing. And, you know, so. With you and Wyatt, I mean, you guys could probably teach uh, oh. uh, on the side, you know, an elementary school. The, the amount of patience that a teacher has is i mean they gotta be if they're not you know saints then i don't know what what they are but i mean it's and you can you should just give all teachers a blank check in my opinion at this point because i i barely can handle my two kids let alone you know 15 or 20 at a time so son of two retired school teachers i appreciate that last uh last thought dan meyer pitching coach for the mississippi braves thanks for taking some time and welcome to the sip appreciate having me man my thanks to Pete Lavin and Dan Meyer, guests on today's Big Show podcast. As always, you can follow the Mississippi Braves at MississippiBraves.com and at Braves. Follow Dan Meyer at DD Meyer on Twitter, and I'm at CHarris731. Just five days away from opening day. I hope you're as excited as we are. And with that, we say goodbye from Trustmark Park here in Pearl, Mississippi. Be a part of the excitement and return of Mississippi Braves baseball on opening night, Tuesday, May 4th, and the opening six-game homestand through May 9th at Trustmark Park as the Braves take on the Miami Marlins affiliate Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Early arriving fans on opening night will receive a 2021 magnetic schedule, compliments of the Pizza Shack. Homestand continues on Wednesday with First Responders Day and Cinco de Mayo drink specials. Thursday brings our first Thirsty Thursday of the season with $2.16 ounce beers and fountain drinks. Friday, the first 1,000 fans will receive Embrace Tube Socks, presented by Farm Bureau. Saturday, join us for the first post-game fireworks show of 2021. And Sunday, the first 200 moms in attendance on Mother's Day will receive a flower from Chapman's Florist, and kids can run the bases after the game. For more information or to purchase your tickets, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Your Mississippi Braves are finally back in town.